Welcome to Among the Noise. <laughs> Every question he asked me, I've answered before. You answered most of those earlier. Are we live? Yeah, we were cool. live the whole time. Cut the phone call out, but we can start now. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, uh, what what was that all about? So, I'm... Uh, I bought a bunch of... Uh, stage risers um for band purposes because we provide all of our own sound and lights but we don't provide a stage right now but i was able to buy a lot of staging stage risers for pretty cheap but we only need like a fraction of the ones we bought and so i'm selling the ones that we don't need and that was a phone call about that of someone wanting to buy yes yeah Yeah. someone wanting to buy the some of the risers which nice guy but he asked me the same questions like three or four times over the last couple phone calls with him it's funny yeah nice guy though definitely cut the phone call (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised you didn't cut it off earlier yeah i know cut him off it was He's a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyways. Happy holidays, Christmas, New Year. Yeah. Hanukkah, Boxing Day. (laughs) You just taught me what Boxing Day was. That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what it was. When we were at your house, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Boxing Day is a Canadian holiday (laughs) the day after Christmas. (laughs) Um... So yeah, we didn't get to do a podcast in December, so it's been a while. It has. Since November, so now we're in January, and here we are, starting 2023 with a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I jotted down some questions to either reflect on 2022 or look forward to 2023. Well, we can do both because my 2023 is probably going to be similar to my 2022. Um, okay, so what was your highlight of 2022? Uh, well, so that that's kind of sort of what I was getting into. I should have let you ask the question. Um, <laughs> my highlight was just all the the like the touring I was able to do and the shows yeah. we got to play, the people we got to meet. Um, and the goal is to do even more of that in 2023. And that's what I've been working on a lot lately is starting the booking process for a March and April tour. So we'll be going down South for those. For the warm weather too. Yes. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Smart. (laughs) I hate the cold so much. (laughs) Unless there's snow on the ground. That makes it feel less cold and more. Unless it's like at that time when you're like just sick of snow at like March yeah, then I'll just give anything to die. Yeah. No, I, I'm just kidding. To <laughs> or be to warm, travel. To be warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what were your highlights of 2022? Or do you have anything you're looking forward to um, this year? My highlight of 2022 was definitely that interview that I did with the developers of Jedi Outcast. That was awesome. Um, definitely like a highlight of my life <laughs> just talking to yeah. the people that made one of my favorite games um and 
thing I'm looking forward to most in 2023 is the next part of that. Um, hopefully, uh, nothing set in stone yet, but uh, hoping to interview uh, some of those guys and some new guys um, that made the sequel to that game, Jedi Academy. So, Oh, snap. That'll probably happen around August when that one turns 20. Is this breaking news? Uh, not really. <laughs> no, that's really cool. I think I said something about that in the in the last interview at the end. We were talking about. I was like, "Oh, we'll have to come back next year because that's the next one." Yeah, and uh, hope I think we're hoping to maybe do that on this channel. Yeah. Again, nothing set in stone with that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have it like have them confirming that yet because that's still kind of far off. But they they mentioned that they would be interested in returning. So, um, yeah, that'll definitely be on this channel. And then I'll probably post a clip or something on the JK Hub channel. Um, That's awesome. Other than that, I'm finally working on music. So the big thing I'm looking forward to in 2023 is finally releasing music. Yeah, we're actually. I I didn't even mention that we're we'll hopefully have new music out. At That's some what I thought. Next year too. Yeah, Daniel mentioned you guys. Yeah, were doing we're something. We're super early on in that, but uh, yeah. I'm excited to hear what you've got. Yeah, I, I released a clip um, last week um, of like a minute or so of one of my songs that I've been working on. I'm going to check that out as soon as this is done. I, I might hurt. not even wait for this to be done. I am hurt that you haven't seen it yet, but I know I'm, you've been so busy. I know, <laughs> especially like with the holidays too. Yeah. Because um, I've been trying to do the same amount of work with less time. And then we had to pick those the stage risers up from Pennsylvania. We're in Indianapolis, Indiana. So yeah, that was a bit of a, a hike too. A bit of a trek. Yeah. But... um yeah. The holidays, I feel like older we can get. Like the holiday, even as a kid, like holidays are like busy ish because you like have to visit family still and like, but it's not that busy. You're just sitting around because yeah. you're off you're of not, school. Yeah. And you have, you have no responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as you get older and now that we're like reaching our 30 year mark <laughs> of our lives. Oh geez. We're, um, we're getting old 30 this year. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like you're married and, uh, so that comes with like two different family responsibilities that you have to dedicate we had to three Christmases in one day. Oh my gosh. And we started that day in Dayton and the three Christmases were in Indianapolis. <laughs> what? Yeah. Cause we had, we were with her family before, christmas day right in in ohio and then we had three christmases on christmas day that's crazy yeah it was nice though did uh you did you do a whole lot for christmas um courtney and trent my sister and her husband were in town for like 10 days they stayed with my parents oh that's awesome so then they had you know my niece and nephew and uh i feel i actually I feel like I've maybe seen like you guys. I feel I feel like I've maybe seen pictures or something. Yeah, there were a lot of pictures online. posted yeah. <laughs> throughout those ten days. That's so cool. Yeah, so it was good to see them, and um, so we, I would I go went over there a few times um, throughout those ten days, and we went out to see the new fields lights, 
Have you seen or uh, heard of that? I've heard of it because we were going to go try to see some lights and we usually go to the Indianapolis zoo, but yeah. we didn't want to have to pay using our souls to yeah. get in. <laughs> it was going to cost us like over a hundred dollars to yeah. go see lights at the zoo. So, yeah, I don't know how much the new fields was. My mom just paid for everybody for like, as part of like our yearly Christmas outing. It was cheaper, but still, that was still a really nice well, thing for her to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't really worth it. Really? Like apparently I talked to someone who's been to it multiple times and they said since COVID, like they cut back like a lot on how much they decorate. I wonder why. I think because during COVID, they probably didn't have that many people like on staff or like participating or like buying tickets. But so they just have unused Christmas lights sitting in a shed somewhere. Probably. <laughs> it was like a fourth of what I think it should have been. Like it took us like an hour to get through it. Huh. So I don't. And that's like including like getting there, like walking around to to the, to the point um, of where the lights start and everything. And it was just freezing cold that night. So everyone was kind of miserable. And so it just wasn't that worth it. I was very disappointed. It's supposed to be like this big light show. And like you go around through this, like not a town, but like it's a park and it's a museum for those of you don't, that don't know. Okay. But it's like the outside part of the museum. Yeah. I know. I know. I know exactly. So you go through like the trail of the outside museum and like everything's supposed to be decorated and you go throughout this whole thing. But there's like two trees decorated (laughs) and like a couple Christmas lights up. (laughs) The very beginning was like pretty decorated, but you could tell they like missed a lot of trees in there. So we're just like, (laughs) Just it kind just of looks like, like you're driving through a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably find neighborhoods that were decorated more than that. Yeah. And then there was That's like, sad. there was a house that had like inside, I think they had like every room was like decorated differently or something. We didn't go in it because the line was so long. So we didn't even bother. But the outside of the house was like a light show. And that was probably where most of the decorations were. And it was like synced to music. Yeah. And it, so that was pretty cool. And then after that, it was like, there was like a archway path that had like lights that was really cool. But then that was basically it. Have you ever heard of the, um, I'm going to, I'm going to botch how you say this. It's like the Chris Kendall market. In yeah. Carmel. Have you ever been there? I've never been there. It's really, it's cool. Really? I think your family would enjoy it. Especially yeah. like with the kids, you could go ice skating and stuff. Oh, really? Um, oh yeah. It's it's really cool. Like it's huh. so, it's got like that like magical Christmas vibe. Yeah. I mean, that's but the best kind of vibe. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of like shopping, which is like not my thing, but I still enjoy going and, and just looking it. at it. Yeah. And I like to ice skate. No one else wanted to this year. So I didn't, I didn't get to, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> I haven't been ice skating since like youth group days. Yeah. I, I've been ice skating once and it was there last year. Within the last, since, yeah, since I was like a kid. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll have to mention that to my mom when she's planning next year. Yeah, yeah, they would, I think they would really enjoy it. Yeah. So, glad the whole family got to be there for Christmas. Yeah, it was fun. Um, All right. So, do you want to jump right into our main topic? Ah. <sighs> 
Talk about some Madden again. Let me lead into it with a story. <laughs> okay. I like stories. <clears throat> the way I just I just planned this, so this is going to be a train wreck. But I have a good story that ties into okay um, what's going on with Madden. So the other day, my dog puked on the floor. <laughs> And I didn't want to deal with it. So I like went over the dog bin, grabbed the first thing of spray, like dog cleaner I could find. Went over, set that down, got paper towels, picked up the dog puke, threw threw that away, sprayed, wiped it down. And then I think I just like left the spray bottle where it happened. Like I don't even think I, like I was just being lazy didn't care about it. It's like I just didn't really do much. Really and, trying uh, really hard to figure out how this ties into Madden. And so Natalie, my wife, gets home and she sees like the spray bottle on the ground. She's like, what's this doing out? And I'm like, oh, the dog threw up, so I had to clean it up. And she was like, you cleaned it up with this? I was like, yeah. It's like, this is dog hair detangler. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I felt so stupid that it actually made me mad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was was upset with myself. (laughs) And so... Madden kind of reminds me of that story right now. (laughs) Because Madden, EA Sports, EA, mm-hmm. EA Games, whatever you want. It's in the game. It is in the game. It used to be. <laughs> it used to be in the game. They released Dog Puke. <laughs> Madden 23. All right. And they said that it was going to be the most polished dog puke that they've ever released or at least in a long time. Is that what Gus said about his puke? No, he didn't say much about it. (laughs) And, uh, time goes on. Mm -hmm. They have all kinds of issues. Yeah. They just don't care. They just clean it up with dog detangling spray. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, not very effective. It's, it ended up, they ended up having the worst issue I think I've ever heard recently, in my opinion, in video games in general, much less like the worst, the worst thing I've ever heard come out of like Madden or EA. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the worst, I've, there's been some really bad video game stuff going on lately but um but for a post-launch thing yeah so what happened what (laughs) what i'm talking about um madden 23 uh ended up losing the save files of over half of their player base who was playing connected 
franchise mode. Right. Um, so for players who logged into their connected franchise mode between December 28th and 29th, I'll bring this up. Those players lost all of their progress because of a data storage issue. And that's how they defined it. Um, and so basically for, for those of you who don't play Madden connected franchise mode is a way for, you could play single player or you can play with up to 32 people and you, everyone can basically take over their own team, whether they're a player, coach, owner. Yeah. And you can go on for like 30 seasons, um, building a team, trading players, uh, going through a player's career and people put a ton of time and effort into these. Um, a lot of times they do like fantasy drafts where like basically every player from every team's released and then you redraft players. So like, you know, if you're the Colts, you could draft Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Donald or whatever, you know, in the first round of the draft and so on. And so people put so much time and effort into these. Like months, sometimes years. Yeah. we. So I was in one with just a few friends for a long time. We played, yeah. um, I guess it wasn't that, it felt almost felt longer. It was probably like a full year's worth of doing the franchise mode yeah. on an, and on an older Madden. Um, yeah, it was like two years ago or something. Yeah, and... That would be so rough to like, like it sounds dumb cause it's a game. I guess most people that are watching this probably enjoy video games. So they kind of yeah, understand. Yeah, they should like, understand. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's time. Yeah. It seems so silly cause it's like, well, you had fun playing the game. It's like, yeah, but I was like working on something in the game. Yeah. It's time spent. Um, and to lose that is insane. And that to just lose the majority of your player bases save files and one of, if not the most popular game mode in your game is so unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes to show, um, so Madden's had, they going back to what I said earlier, be, before the release, they're talking about how this was going to be the most polished Madden in years. It has by far been the buggiest madden ever released oh yeah which is saying a lot yeah it, madden's had so many issues um but i mean from the very beginning so i think uh i'm i should have looked i think madden released in like august and it took until like november for a lot of players to be able to even play their connected franchise mode you know, in the game and to start their, their franchises yeah, because of all the bugs. And so it's been basically unplayable the whole time. So anyone who has been able to play it, most of those people just lost theirs. And yeah, I would imagine, um, I'd be curious to see, cause I think like, doesn't steam keep track of like how many players is Madden like, on steam? Yeah. Because doesn't it keep track of how many, like the, um, essentially like the hours your player base, like how active a player base is? Yeah. I'd be interested to see. I bet it's it dropped off a lot 
after that. Cause I think f- people I finally know. gave up on it. Um, Let's see when did that happen? December 29th or something like that. Yeah. Looking pretty steady. <laughs> this is why, like, this is why they can do it. Yeah. This is why things like this can happen because people just keep, you know, supporting it. I'm guilty. So I, I used up a whole, and I'm actually, I'm going to get it. There's actually some positive with this okay. Madden. Um, now that I'm done just kind of ranting on how unacceptable that is. Um, I got the free trial from Madden 23, uh, when the game first released or when it was about to release or whatever it was. And I, I think it was a 10 hour free trial and I played for like 30 minutes and I was like, there's too many bucks. I can't, I can't do this. I told myself I'm never going to buy another Madden again. (laughs) And, uh, so then a little before Christmas, so really not too long before this happened, I was like, I'm going to hop. I wonder if I can still play on that free trial. And I, and I could, which is nice. And a lot of the bugs that I had had issues with seemed to have been resolved. Yeah. And so I actually had a lot of fun playing Madden for the rest of that trial, or I played for most of the rest of the trial. And then I saw that it was on sale for like, 20, 30 bucks or whatever. And I was like, I'm, I should not support EA. (laughs) David. But I kind of like this game. (laughs) And so I bought it and I got, you know, got it for relatively cheap. The gameplay itself, um, I don't know about from, if we're still calling them from the next gen consoles. I don't know if Madden 22. So the current gen. Current gen. Okay. So I don't know if Madden 22 on what is now current gen. (laughs) They've been out for two years, David. I know, but some people still kind of can't get them. Anyways, um, (laughs) I I don't know what that played like. I I think in a lot of ways it was a little bit similar, but there's been a lot of gameplay tweaks from what I understand Mm. um, since then as well. But coming from the original Xbox one Madden, the jump from that to Madden 23 on the series S is night and day. As far as gameplay, it feels different. It plays different. Um, Hmm. you know, some of the tweaks they made as far as pass rush and coverage being much improved. There's still issues, it's still not exactly what I want in a football game, but it's fun. Yeah. And that's what's most important. Um, and it has issues, and hopefully they'll continue to make it better. But everybody always talks about Madden being, you oh, know, this year's Madden's a step in the right direction. This one, if you took all the bugs out of it, I think this is a giant leap in the right direction from what I had been playing on the old Xbox. Um, so it's sad that they're having all the, these issues. And this most recent issue says to me, it confirms what I've been saying 
that they have to tear the game down and start over. Yeah. I, I think the code and the networking, I, I don't know anything about it, but it seems like it's too broken to be fixed or continued to be built upon. Yeah. Um, which is sad because it feels like they're kind of getting some things right with gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my take on it. Um, I was going to say like, uh, people could say like, if you don't want to support like this whole Madden situation, then don't buy it and go play something else. But as we've talked about before, like there is nothing else. Not if you want a football game, an NFL football game, especially. Yeah. And then on top of that, like you have like 30 years of, is that what it is? Was this year the 30, uh, 30 year, 20 year? I don't remember. This one was a big year? deal because they put John Madden on yeah. the cover. Um, but that was because he had passed. Whatever. It's been mul- multiple decades in the making where they've been making this game and building upon it every single year. So there's a lot of like foundation there, but uh, it's just, I apparently it's just at a point where they can't. I think they're working with, um, I think the foundation of this game was built in like, it was either 2008 or like, well, 2010 or something like it's the foundation of this game is a decade old. The first release was in 1988 of Madden in general. So I think what, um, I'm trying to think if, is Madden built on the same engine as the rest of the... They're on the Frostbite engine. They are? Yeah. That's what I was trying to look up. So, yeah, that's where I think that's where it really went wrong, is when EA and their infinite wisdom, that's sarcasm, <laughs> uh, decided to make all of their studios use that engine, and it's like, it, that engine was specifically made for Battlefield, a first-person shooter. And when you try to morph it into, you know, making it something that can be used for every genre and especially sports, vastly different from a first person shooter, uh, you're just asking for trouble because now FIFA has been running it. Madden's been running it. um, Need for speed, apparently, according to this. I haven't played the newest need for speed, but I played need for speed heat and I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. The driving physics were not what I want in a game. It's very <laughs> arcadey, but um, yeah, cause I, I mean, had fun playing it. I mean, that, that might set separate need for speed against, you know, some of the other racing games maybe, but, um, PGA tour is another one apparently. Um, but the crazy- NHL, it's like all of these things that aren't, uh, shooter games. And it's like, yeah they made it work it's impressive that they've made it all work as well as they have yeah for sure i like i said though they finally got it where although it's not exactly what i'm looking for in a football game they've bugs aside the gameplay is actually pretty good which is impressive i think the ea has really talented people on their team they just have issues towards the top of the uh yeah the I mean, chain i well i think it just comes down a lot of it to the frostbite engine too like 
obviously they the the people behind these games all the sports games from ea they have a vision of like what they want to do and all the like gameplay ideas that they want to do really solid ideas and then to make them work is a whole nother story. Like if they, you were using an engine that was built to be universal, like unreal or unity or something like that, or make their own engine, but specify it for sports, then yeah, it, they would have s- such an easier time. I'm Probably sure they have the people and money to do it too. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're the ones that made they're They aren't the ones I think dice was the one that made frostbite, dice has been struggling just get dice to make a new engine (laughs) for the ea sports yeah titles um but yeah i think ea in general i think they're they're gonna is really struggling i want to say that they're gonna be forced to have to start from scratch which i would think would mean a new engine but probably not but then i say that i'm like we just looked at the steam charts, which, you know, aren't always end all be all, but like people are still paying for the game and playing the game, me included. But yeah, I think because there's no competition. Yeah. It just comes down to no competition. Like, but we're not affecting EA's wallet. So why would they fix anything? True. Sad, but you'd think that all the headlines and all of the, the, the reviews and angry fans would do something I to think wake the, them up. The NFL has to do something. Yeah, they're that the might... one that signed an exclusive license for six years yeah. in 2020. Yeah, because I mean, apparently EA was able to pitch to them like we're gonna. Ch-. It's like it's like when you try to break up with a girlfriend. And, I'm gonna change, <laughs> and then uh, you know a week later you already want to kill yourself again yeah. because you're with i'm sorry that's that's I the second time you've that. mentioned that you want to kill yourself David. no <laughs> no I, I yeah that's a little dark but um <laughs> that's what it makes me think of yeah because they're they were like oh we've got all these ideas this is what we're gonna do we're gonna clean up the bugs and release the most polished turd we've ever released and that's what they did yeah <clears throat> um so it's sad uh but all the complaining, I will admit, I'm I'm having some fun with Madden. I, I don't have a lot of free time right now, but it's been one of the games that I've been going to when yeah. I do feel like playing games. So, yeah, um, I'm hopeful but not optimistic that Madden will get better in the future. Yeah, I think it's really just com- going to come down to the NFL stepping in, kind of like how FIFA had to step in be like yeah you don't get your act together we're out and ea was like no (laughs) so now fifa's out 2k is making a game that will hopefully come out uh this year that could provide some level of competition but madden still has the sole um simulation style license where 2k would be arcade They've said that they're going to try to, you know, ride the line between arcade and simulation as much as they can and that it would be really in depth, which I think will be enough that a lot of us football fans will potentially either switch to 2K or would be playing both. Um, Or they might give you like customization where you can make it more sim-like. Potentially. I I don't know what the NFL 
and that agreement between them and EA will allow. But just um, hide it under a couple menus, and yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Won't, they won't notice. No. <laughs> just like they don't notice how bad Madden is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, I say that, but I'm I'm having some fun with it this year. So I, as much as I like to rant about Madden and how horrific these bugs have been, yeah, I mean this one was big. Yeah, that that's unacceptable. Like but I've had some fun losing your save file in anything is just, especially if someone got the game in August and have been. They've been like playing and they've played every game, done everything in every yeah. off season for the past. Like they could be, you could be nine, 10 seasons deep at this point and yeah. it could all just be gone. Yeah. That's unacceptable. I mean, I'm thinking even like people, like if this had happened like years later, not just months. And yeah. Like not everyone buys the mat, every mat in every year. So it's not like they, always just move on to the next one. Yeah, like but they some... shut their servers down anyway so that you can't play the old better oh, really? Maddens. Yeah. So I think the oldest one that you can still play on their servers is like 2018, maybe? Still, that's a long time. It is. Yeah, it, but it's not like losing your save file after a few years is unprecedented in, in Madden. Yeah, but still. <laughs> like... <laughs> If this had happened, say, like, even a year or two years Yeah, it's still after, unacceptable. It would be like... You paid for the game. Or yeah, you I feel like people game. would be more mad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if it was like, oh, I spent two years building up this franchise. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't affected. And had I been, it would have been early on because I, you know, wasn't... I hadn't had the game for very long. But had I been affected after eight months into a a franchise with my friends, I'd be pretty irritated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also just thinking of like save files in games that I've spent so long in. Like if I had lost those, I would be so mad. I remember it always sucked. Like when like a GameCube memory card would get like corrupted back in the day or something. (laughs) I don't, my memory of this is very vague. And I, I think I'm kind of confessing something here to my brothers if they're listening. Oh, no. I think I, like, spilled a drink on a bunch of our memory cards for the GameCube when I was younger. <laughs> but, like, it was like like the Wii was already out, but, like, we still loved the GameCube. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering right, I ruined, like, a bunch of our save files. Well, we know one brother typically watches this show. <laughs> and I think he's the one that would be the most mad about that. <laughs> so. I might be misremembering, but I think I ruined a handful of our memory cards. Dang. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think we ever had any memory cards. Like, I think we lost one maybe, but our important ones. We had the PS2 and the PS1. Um, we didn't even know what memory cards were for like most of the time we had the PS1. So... weren't you able to save like a small amount on the system or it was the same as okay yeah you couldn't save so you just didn't save anything we would leave it on overnight sometimes (laughs) (laughs) this was before uh this was like dial-up internet so you really it was it would have been hard to even get online and look up like how yeah. do you beat this game? Because I have to leave it on for a month to be able to beat the game. We definitely would look up stuff on the internet back then, but it was like 
cheat codes and like maybe a guide, but it would always be in like full text. So you'd like print off like a giant (laughs) thing of like hundreds of pages for this walkthrough. Um, but you know, like that's kind of like the fun of it is like, I would, I remember very clearly, very, like a lot of those games from the PS (laughs) one where like the first few levels I, I was just about to completely say. <laughs> memorized You're to doing where speed runs <laughs> I could play them right now and still have them memorized yeah. like the uh Star Wars <laughs> the Phantom Menace game on the on the PS1 I have like all four of the first levels still memorized to this day That's crazy Yeah Cuz we're <laughs> stupid <laughs> Yeah well we no. we inherited it from our cousin and he didn't ha- he forgot to give us the memory card so we just didn't know <laughs> so then whenever we got the ps2 it was like it comes with i think it came with one memory card I'm like what the heck is this thing <laughs> you mean we can save things what did you ever have a th- the thought <laughs> when you were younger like it's really weird that this game's got 30 levels and we can only get through two in a day and we can't save. Well, I mean, why would they make a game like this? Yeah. Cause it was a, at a time where we had the game boy, <laughs> the game boys. So like Pokemon, like you would, you could save directly onto the thing on yeah. Pokemon. So like I was, I was always like, why couldn't you just do that? Like, why can't you just save it at any time? But also, I, like, I was just thinking of, like, arcade games or, like, well, games like games that that just then, didn't have saves. Yeah, a lot of games, you really wouldn't have needed them. Or they would have the code. So, like, every few level, every level or so, like, you would have a special code <laughs> to get back to that level. So, it wouldn't actually save. It would just pull up the, that map that you were on or the yeah. level. I had a lot of games like that, like, on the Game Boy especially. I could definitely see myself doing the same thing, though. Just not knowing yeah. that you can just. I buy mean, if a you don't know, card, yeah. like you're a kid, like it's not like you have like a bunch of money too, and you don't. <laughs> you go to the store, you go right to the games. You don't look at the accessories. So yeah. that's funny. And the some of the games don't tell you about the memory card, so Those it just sad. says save, and then you like you try to save it, and it says it can't save. So I don't know. When you're a kid, you don't pay attention to words on the screen either. No. Those were the best consoles. Yeah. They just had the best games back then. Now, like, I say that, but then when I go back and play those yeah, now... Yeah, the I'm best like, games at the time. Yeah. But, I mean... I feel like yeah. if you could... if It feels like they stopped, like, building better games. They're just different. If that Like, they're better in different ways. Uh, I like, mean, I think I said in a podcast before, we're like, I tried to go back and play the old Madden because I remember it being a lot better. But then like I went back and played it and I was like, this is missing a few things that I won't play without now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It also wasn't quite as good as I had remembered, but it was like groundbreaking. Yeah. Like for time. its time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You're... Uh, experience with games nowadays is a pretty limited. Extremely, yes. So, <laughs> I don't know if I could take that. Not really, because, like, I dabble, and I'm just... I do a lot of sports games, but then, like, I'll do some, like, FPS stuff with you, so... I'm almost 
kind of a well-rounded gamer. <laughs> There's just no depth, really, to yeah. my gaming experience. Depth is the key, which is yeah. what you were talking about, I yeah, feel yeah. like. So maybe if you branched out into the more deep games. Like, when was the last story game you played? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think gaming is in a much better state nowadays than it was back then, but like it's definitely different and games back then definitely have a lot of charm that you kind of miss in modern games, but not always there's exceptions, but yeah, it's just so, uh, it's a big space now. So many games come out. It's just like, you can't get that charm every time, so. Yeah. I've been mostly playing... I've been only playing sports titles lately. If I'm not playing, like, with you. Yeah, which is usually I, Call I, of Duty. So yeah. I've been playing <laughs> Madden, Rocket League, and I'm in an iRacing League right now. Yeah. Which... Some people would get mad at me if I called it a game. This is a simulator, but I treat it like a game. It's a so, game. Yeah. It's a simulation game. It's a simulator if you're already a professional and using it to practice and learn tracks, or if you're making money, I guess, sort of. Like, I think you can treat it as a simulator. But yeah, I guess so. It's a game to me. Yeah. Have you just, what, what have you been playing lately? Well, I got the new God of War Ragnarok for Christmas, so I've been finally getting through that, and it is really good. Speaking of really good story games <laughs> that are very deep, <laughs> very good. It's like playing a movie. Um, all those all those PlayStation games are always like that, and it's it's really good. I'm only I'm not very far. I'm only in like probably the f first fourth of the game still, but it's really good. Other than that, the usual Call of Duty when people want to get on. and Yeah, there was a while I was getting on, like, it was one of those things where I could be like, I have like 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour to play video yeah. games. I didn't know what I wanted to play. And there was a while I'd be like, I wonder like if Brad or anybody's online playing like Warzone or something, and I'd see you were in a party with like already three other people. And I was yeah. like, well... I don't want to bother them. <laughs> I don't want to be a burden. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you've still been playing it a lot with people, but I haven't checked recently. We kind of took a break over, you know, Christmas and stuff just because everyone was so busy. Like during that week of Christmas, like I wasn't even here hardly at all. But um, yeah, we still have been getting on every once in a while. Um Cause you know, it's, it's a really good call of duty this year and the new war zone's really cool. So yeah, it's been fun. The I, new DMZ mode is really fun. I had fun with Warzone. I haven't played just, I didn't buy call of duty. So, but Warzone itself was great. I loved uh, finagling the system and we had what, six people oh, all yeah. playing Warzone together. And so we would have, what was it? A team of three Maybe it was a, I think we had five people. Yeah. So we had a team of three and a team of two Yeah, and we would have to like find the team of two so we could all team up together. Yeah. 
but yeah. like you never really knew if the people you were looking at in game were your friends or yeah. if they're gonna shoot your face off yeah that was a lot of fun yeah that's a really like cool mode that i i think they know <laughs> people probably do that yeah uh, but it's like just part of the fun of it like i think the most fun part was finding our teammates yeah. <laughs> like try to find them before they get shot yeah or and then before don't... we get shot thinking that it's yeah, them exactly. or whatever yeah that's a lot of fun or uh, just making sure we were even in the same game together. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to look at the map in the circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget what that mode's called, but yeah. For those of you who know, it's the one that you can like join other people's teams in in the map. It's fun. <laughs> uh, the other mode that you would probably like is DMZ. Which one is that? I don't think we've tried it because it's only for three people, but it's where you can like... Isn't it more, is that the one that's more objective based? Yeah. I you, had a friend telling me about it, but yeah, yeah, we didn't try it. Yeah. You like, it's mostly, you're mostly going up against like AI, like NPCs in the map. Um, they're like, have, they're like guarding certain areas of the war zone map and stuff. And you have like, you, you select three different objectives and you just try to go throughout and complete your objectives and you like loot stuff. Um, are the AI objectively difficult? They're not, they're no slouch. They're not uh, uh, like just standing there and then they see you and then they take like three seconds to like decide if they want to shoot. It's you. like you wouldn't normally get killed by one, but if you're not paying attention it, they could take you it out. happens more often than you think really like it's a challenge because there's a, a lot good of thing, them too though. it should be like yeah. that yeah but then there's also like a handful of uh is that me is that, that discord me. oh sorry um <laughs> i don't have discord up <laughs> um it i don't either i don't know why it does that i'll figure it out later because you do have it up do i on your laptop yeah, I guess. Because so. yeah. <laughs> I always see you online when you're working. That's dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't like. Okay, that's not important. Stupid there's like Discord. a handful of other like real team, other teams. So like, and sometimes you don't know if it's an AI or like a real person. <laughs> so sometimes you'll be going through and like, the AI are like a lot easier than a real person, obviously, and they usually have less armor. And so you're just going through like getting really content with just like the minimal work. Somebody comes in and wipes out your yeah. team. <laughs> you like, you know how many shots it takes to take out an AI and it's a lot less than taking out a real person. <laughs> so you just get used to using that many bullets. And then you do that on a real person. It's like, Oh, that's a real person. And you, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We might have to hop on that and cause I need to give that a try. It's crazy how long Warzone's already been out. Yeah, I mean, came out in October. Or Warzone came out in November. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not been that long. Yeah, it really hasn't been that long. But Yeah. I you, guess it's you've just, been busy, so it's Yeah, it's <laughs> it just, probably just feels like it's been so long. Yeah, and like I said, I think when you when it had first come out and like everybody was super interested, I feel like I would get on at like nine o'clock. And like you were already in with several other people. So I was like, Oh, I'll catch him another night. And then like, I'd look again and I'm like, Oh, he's, he has other better friends than me. I mean, you could always <laughs> no, join us. I know. I, but I also like, I kind of go to like whoever it looks like 
doesn't have like, you know, like I play a decent amount of rocket league right now. Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe if they've already got four in rocket league, then I would go look and see who's playing Warzone or, or vice gotcha. versa or whatever. So, yeah. Like I have multiple options when I want to play or sometimes I just don't really feel like being online with anybody and I'll well, play yeah. some Madden. Um, it's the beauty of offline mode. Yeah. <laughs> You can decide what you want to do or you can just ignore people like I do. Yeah. Well, that's why I always say I'm offline on my Xbox. Yeah, I, but apparently I'm, I'm always online on discord. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. You're online. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I'll show does, you. Does oh. it say what I'm doing? No. <laughs> what if it just not... said David is podcasting right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> How does it know? <laughs> It'll only know if you're playing a game. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing that we have been playing is um, they added a raid to Modern Warfare, uh, which is like a really long co-op mission. Yeah, they've had it. They've had that before, right? No, it's the first time Call of Duty has ever had it. Or am I, so I'm thinking of like they had something similar to zombies, but it was like troops that you had to fight through. Never mind. It'll, yeah, they've had like a survival I, mode. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking you were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's it's like a it's a completely different map. Like it's not on like multiplayer maps or Warzone map or anything. It's completely different. It's like a sing. It's like a campaign mission, but you can play it with two other people is it from the actual campaign no it's like a new mission oh that's cool yeah it's like it continues the story oh that's really cool yeah and can you only play it with other people yeah i don't love that but well, it's still cool it's so hard that you have to have other people yeah it's like the hardest thing that i've done in a very long See, time that would make it fun like just riding the struggle bus with a couple of your friends yeah so i've done it twice now i've beat it twice now um first time was with jacob and spencer and then the second time was just a couple nights ago i think it was friday um i did it with nine and tyler and uh i think it was tyler yeah it was it's just really really difficult but it's really really cool yeah like you start out with like uh there's something cool about having no option but it to be difficult so you just have to figure it out yeah and struggle until like because then winning is so much more rewarding and then doing it with friends makes it that much oh, yeah. better sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but that sounds like such a good idea yeah it's it's really unique because it's not just like a mission where you have to like kill a bunch of people and then get to the end and then it's done like there is that but there's a lot of like puzzle stuff like you have to think really hard on some parts of it so it's like call of duty meets human fall flat <laughs> no not like that <laughs> well no but it's like like you have to like find these codes and like put codes in like in a certain order and like you really have to like think and at the end you have to do it again but there's a timer and you have to do it three times and each timer gets lower and lower for each round <laughs> so it's stressful too so you have to put in like a five or a three digit code we have to figure out like 
you have to figure out what letters are which from six digits. And then the timer for that one is 15 seconds. And you have to work with the other two people. They have to give you the letters. Then they're in a different room. (laughs) All while enemies are surrounding you, shooting you. (laughs) It's insane. Sounds kind of cool. It took us, both times it took us like two hours. I probably won't be buying Call of Duty, so I might have to just look up a video or yeah. if you ever stream it or something, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I was going to stream it um, that night, but I didn't end up doing that. But um, yeah, I don't know if you would like it. I think you would probably get really frustrated. I mean, we got really frustrated. Yeah, probably. But again, there's something... And I think this that's this is why I kind of enjoy zombies on Call of Duty. Yeah. There's something to like doing something that's really difficult together. Yeah, yeah, together. And then like zombies, like you never really truly like even beat it. Yeah. But then when you do beat something that's really super hard. Yeah. That um Yeah, I mean, like with the zombies, we usually try to do that Easter egg. Some of the other Easter eggs too. Or I guess we've only tried other one other one, but like, that's town, usually that's usually boy. when we like like okay, we beat it. Like it was really hard, but we beat it. So if we die, who cares? We just did that Easter egg on New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Got Burger Boy out smacking zombies. <laughs> that was nice. Felt yeah. good. Felt right. But it was it's hard. So like even though it was frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I so I get what you're saying. Because if you're doing it by yourself, if you get too frustrated, you just turn off your Xbox. Yeah, you just quit. But if you're with people, it's like, all right, we could do this. (laughs) What's funny, um, not to make this whole podcast about Madden, but like I kind of, like I I missed, so the friends that I had the old Madden franchise with don't have the newer consoles yet. So like I can't do the franchise with them anymore. And it's just not as fun. That's one of those games that's just not as fun by yourself. Yeah. Like you kind of like the competition among friends just yeah makes it better. That's so stupid that they're not cross generation. They're completely different games. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It can't possibly continue for long. They're gonna just stop making yeah. the game for the old consoles. Yeah. Maybe. I mean it's they literally just copy and paste it. So they yeah. might But I just, think that's a limitation of frostbite because battlefield's the same way. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah. It's pretty dumb. So you had another thing you wanted to cover today, right? Um, oh yeah. I was just going to explain the Hitman thing. Cause the Hitman trilogy is one of my favorite series of games and they're rebranding their, uh, the latest release Hitman three as like a new, a completely different title, which I've never heard of that happening before. Like this game has been out for months now. It released as Hitman three and now they're going to be rebranding it as Hitman world of assassination. So they're just, it's the same game that's already released and they're like, we decided on a different name. (laughs) Well, they're changing the name because (laughs) they're adding the previous two games to it. So it's all three games. So if you originally bought Hitman 3, yeah. would you 
you would be now able have to, like, all down, three. So you can like down essentially like download DLCs, basically. Or yeah. The and the, the whole game. Yeah. So you basically have the whole trilogy if you bought Hitman Three. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. It, it's weird that they're doing it that way. Yeah. It's very strange. They've kind of had that system where like when Hitman Two came out, they brought in the complete like all of Hitman One into Hitman Two. And so they kind of already did that, but they didn't rebrand it as like that's Hitman the weird part. One or two. Yeah, rebranding it is the weird part. Yeah. And kind of unnecessary. Yeah, so if you have like a the physical version, like it's still gonna be Hitman three in your on your shelf, but on your console it's gonna be a different game. <laughs> and I'm sure like the all the stores will have it listed as the new name and everything. Still a really cool thing they're oh yeah it's that they're doing it's really cool so I just wanted to point that out because I it's like I've never heard of that happening before yeah maybe it has maybe it hasn't but it doesn't it seems like games always will get like game developers and, and companies just want to do whatever they can just to make money even if it's not beneficial to like yeah. the consumer. But this doesn't feel that way, which is refreshing. No, because I think they're planning on like continuing to release content for it. And I think they just want to get as many people on this one platform. So it is probably a money-making strategy in the long run, but... But it's like mutually beneficial. It's mutually, mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, I, I just thought it was cool and I... The question I put here is like, do you think it could or should become normal for developers to do this more often? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, ultimately the developers would have to be, think that it was helping them. Yeah. Somehow. Um, but it depends on how big the developer is too. Like some smaller developers aren't always in it for like every penny and, dime that they could get out of someone yeah. sometimes they just genuinely want to do something nice but yeah i mean i wish more game developers would think of the customer and like the consumer <laughs> yeah first like yeah. i think ultimately that would help them all make more money yeah. um but they all just think in the now how can i get the money and the numbers now yeah, that's how it, like that's what I was saying. Maybe it's more smaller developers that would do it because the bigger the developer, the more people in the top brass, you know, are calling the shots and they're the only ones or their shareholders or the board or whatever, like they only care about money and potential profits. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, the only other thing I put in here was, um, we're going to attempt to play <laughs> a Star Wars version of Dungeons and Dragons soon. Yeah. I was you unknowingly should, part of that conversation. You should join. I don't think that I should be taking on anything like that at this point. It sounds kind of fun. Like from what little I know about it. It's going to be... Like you, you know enough about it. Like, you know, <sighs> as much as I know about it <laughs> as far as like how it works and everything. So it's, 
and that's how it is for a lot of people that are going to be doing it. Yeah. So we're all going to be struggling together, and I think that's going to be kind of the fun of it. It seems like a commitment, though. I, I mean, have too many of those right now. Yeah, but if we only do it like once a month on a Saturday morning. We'll see. <laughs> Probably not. Come on. It does sound like it sounds fun. Yeah, it would just be like, it'll just be ridiculous. But there will be times where like I'm gone for two, three months at a time. That's true. Where you guys I mean, are going to wish I wasn't a part of it. Cody's going to be FaceTiming in for it. <laughs> really? But yeah. Huh. That's cool. So you could do that. Or if there's a day you don't feel like driving. Don't count me completely out yet. Well, I have till Saturday. But I'm probably not going to All right. It does sound fun. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I've got so many commitments right now. Yeah, I don't know if... Like, I... even my fun commitments have felt like a chore lately. Yeah. Like, the, the iRacing League I'm in right now. Like, Monday comes around, and, like, I'll get excited for the race, but then at the same time, I'm like, I want to go to bed. I'm tired. I got to be up early in the morning. I didn't have any time to practice at this track. I'm going to do terrible. Like, so it's like, even that can almost, you know, even the fun commitments start to almost feel like a chore sometimes. Maybe you should cut back on something. <laughs> like D&D? <laughs> no, things... That are keeping you busy. Yeah, so I guess the things that are keeping me busy, I'm super passionate about, though. So it's not... Like, I'm not an unhappy busy. I'm just... I'm right around my max capacity busy. Hi, Evie. So, like, how often are you working at planes? So... Like normal I, hours or a lot of hours? I'm so my schedule right now, and I won't factor in like I do some snow removal stuff when I'm home. I won't factor that in. Yeah, that's temporary work. Yeah. Um, I will work when I'm home typically 30 to 40 hours a week doing that job, typically. Okay. Probably more often than not closer to 30 than 40, but there's times where it's more than 40. And then I'll do typically, this is going to sound absolutely nuts, but like typically 40 to 50 hours of band stuff. <laughs> Probably more often than not the higher end of that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then... You know, I, I'm, you throw in some of the like hobbies such as, you know, video games, like the, you know, once a week, the commitment of like the iRacing league, but then, you know, I like to get on and play some rocket league, some Madden, get on yeah. with you guys. And, um, by the time you do that and like the time I spend, you know, when I'm lucky, I go to the gym twice a week. Like I'm, I'm pretty much at my max. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and then I have a wife, so... Well, yeah. Sometimes I give her some of my time. <laughs> but, like, the band work is just... It's the schedule that you've given yourself. 
Yeah. I feel it's just again, so it's something I'm passionate about, but then there's this added like I also want to make that how I make my living all the time. It's like I don't always need to have a part-time job. Right. And so having that kind of success in music takes a lot of people working a lot and there's two of us. So, right. Um, but I love it. Um, and even like the behind the scenes work, sending and receiving emails, like routing tours, buying stage risers, like all this ridiculous <laughs> stuff. selling stage. Risers. Yeah. yeah. I, like I, I actually enjoy, like yeah. I'd rather do that than work some other job. So I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's been good, just busy. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was getting down to is you're, in case people didn't understand, because I, I do, even though it does frustrate me <laughs> that you're busy, but you're give, you're you're happy busy doing things that you're passionate about. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. Well, and you can even, you can be st- too busy that it makes you unhappy, but still live like a happy, fulfilling life. That's not where I'm at, but like, I don't want someone to think like, yeah, exactly. That, you know, they're working 80 hours a week to support themselves and a family and whatever, like those people can be happy, Yeah, but it is, it's, I think one of the most important things in life is enjoying what you do for a living. It's one of the most important things, obviously. So you've got like, uh, for, for me, like your faith, uh, if, if that's what you're into, it is for, for me, um, (laughs) family. And then, I mean, basically the only thing like, then where do you spend the rest of your time? It's at work. So, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta love what you do. And I do. Yeah. But for me, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I'm in a weird position because I feel like my job is like insanely easy. Yeah. And I have so much leniency that I can kind of cross the two. Yeah. To where like, yeah, I don't want to like say anything <laughs> too incriminating here, but like, yeah. So you have more free time. I have more free time. Yeah. And I have way too many hobbies that make me happy that I do in free time. So that's kind of the difference. So I've noticed, I didn't know this until recently. Um, cause it it probably hasn't always been like this. I'll sit here and tell, like I'll sit here and have a conversation with someone and be like, Oh man, my favorite thing to do is to just have nothing to do. I just want to be, like, I would rather be bored than busy all the time. Like, I want to have time for video games and the things that I love. And then I get three days off where I, I don't do any work and I can just play video games. I'm itching to get back to being productive somehow. It's it's weird. Like, like I've do, I wouldn't typically admit it to somebody. Like... I've always heard like these, these old guys who like retire for like two weeks and they're like, I'm bored. I need to work again. Yeah. Never made sense to me, but like it kind of does now. Granted, 
I would never want to work and do something that I'm not passionate about and have goals that I'm passionate about. Then I would just rather be bored and play video games and travel and vacation. And I, I would probably move to Florida and just sit on a beach. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> but until I don't have something that I'm like chasing and passionate about, then like it's hard for me to want to do other things a lot. Yeah. But I can enjoy it in the little bits. Like, like I really enjoy the, you know, hour or two that I spend playing games with you or like my brother-in-law or like even Natalie's playing a little rocket league now. So that's interesting, but that's <laughs> beside the point. It's like, I, I thoroughly enjoy those times. Yeah. But then if I get too much time where I'm not working and being productive, it gets to me. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely relate to that. I think anybody can that it's just like once you reach reach a certain age where you you've done you've spent a lot of time being productive and like doing things that you need to do that it's just kind of like you subconsciously know that it's important yeah so when you're not doing it it's like oh, i should probably do something yeah. and my threshold for that is a lot different than yours is but it's definitely there it depends on what your goals are it yeah de- i think it depends on what it this podcast is really different than usual. The end of it anyways. <laughs> I I think it depends on what your goals are and what it takes to achieve them and what it takes to be happy. Yeah. So like my goals are completely unattainable. <laughs> and so therefore, no matter how much I work towards them, I'm still trying to get there. And I'm not saying like, I, I don't necessarily know exactly what your goals are, but like if, if I would say the average person, <laughs> that's I, the problem. I would say the average person's goals are to be like financially comfortable and happy with what they do. I would say like on a general broad, like average yeah. spectrum. And that's, that takes less, not a bad way, but like it takes less effort and time but you yeah. still have something you're chasing. Right. You know, maybe you want to be successful in your own field, whatever that is, but yeah. Yeah. I'd say like an average person doesn't have, which blows my mind that doesn't have like hobbies or even like something they consider themselves passionate in. So, uh, yeah, it's like, that's got, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't, I can't either. I, there's never been a time in my life, even as like a teenager, where there wasn't some big dream I was pursuing. And as I've gotten older, those dreams have changed some. <clears throat> yeah. But I I couldn't imagine. Like, I think anyone who doesn't have something they're passionate about and pursuing and spending their time on, they're doing themselves a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even like even things that aren't something that is like a a dream or like an end goal. Like for me, like for example, like for music, like me and you started playing music together. We started at the same point, basically. Sort of. I, I wasn't really playing like you were. I had an instrument. You played an instrument. (laughs) Okay. Well, for the sake of this argument, (laughs) you were better than you would give yourself credit for. 
I don't remember. I would consider your bass playing to be like that. <laughs> yeah. Which you technically started out on. Yeah. So, okay. I'll give you that <laughs> for that. But, um, so like for music, like there is a point in my life where I just knew I probably wasn't going to be making it a career, even though that was my dream for like most of like middle school and early high school and stuff. Yeah. And obviously that stayed for you. Like you kept that going. And it's almost like we kind of changed. Cause like, I didn't really have that dream until I was like a junior in high school, probably yeah. not for real. Like I did, but I had, it wasn't like a real thought. Yeah. Probably not until you it was like, like, that would be really cool. And that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. Everyone <laughs> says that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was definitely something that I was really wanting. And then, you know, once you like reach like that age, like junior, senior of high school, where you actually have to think about like your next steps after high school, it's like, well, I should probably go to college. Cause you know, there's like pressure in doing that. And <laughs> take uh, on debt. Yeah. Take on debt. And so I just kind of got sucked into that, you know, pressure from parents and like everyone else. And, uh, it, really changed like i'm not gonna go to college for music because i'm not that good at it i'm i really hate music theory like with a passion You're very good at music and i hate music theory <laughs> with a passion <laughs> um i'm really bad at it not interested not interested in it but i like making music but it, it just wasn't something that i was i knew i was going to be like a professional at like going to school for it yeah. And I'm really glad I didn't because once you go in to a, a way you sort of did, but I get what you're saying. No, like you, as you, a performer, I mean, yeah, because for those of you who don't know, he went for like audio engineering. Yeah. Um, which is the part of making music that I really, really loved. Not necessarily like performing it. I hate performing. <laughs> so I was like, when I realized that I realized that like in my head, I was like, well, why would I continue to do something that I don't like doing, <laughs> but I could still kind of do it and, you know, do the other side of it where I'm like producing it or like recording and editing and stuff like that, which I really, really love. So I forget where I was going with this. I ran out of breath. This has been, this has been a, a deep end to our podcast. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Like our, the, like the difference like kind of between like dreams and oh right so i i decided to like go that way because it was still like it was still a passion but like my initial passion was just like making music and it's just like it was a more is a thing that i was more suited for as a career yeah but I wouldn't say that, like, if I was to, like, get a job in a studio or even, like, on a live production team, which I would hate. But if it was, a, <laughs> let's say, best case scenario, it's in a, a studio. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm more passionate about that than I am, like, making my own music and, like, producing my own music. But it's, like... But your passion isn't to make it a career, Exactly. It's just to make the music, which is actually more respectable, in my <laughs> opinion. 
Yeah, I just decided, like, I still love it. I still have a passion for it. I just decided to make it more of, like, a side hobby. And um, It's funny how different our interests can be within the same, yeah, like, field. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, and it has made it more enjoyable. Like, obviously, like, I haven't really made any music since 2016 since college um i just had a lot of other hobbies that like took over because i spent four years doing all of that in college yeah and i made my album and i just really got burnt out (laughs) the burnout can be real yeah so other (laughs) hobbies just took forth like that's when i learned how to do like web design and like all these other like hobbies i have way too many hobbies yeah that's like my tag all of it that's my tagline now and it's good like it's good <laughs> well, to be good at all that stuff it is like it keeps my life interesting like that's why you were saying earlier like like people just like go crazy when they're like bored and they like, just want to get productive again like sitting around just playing video games all day like yeah, I can't even do that anymore because I like I'll play video games for like an hour, maybe two hours, depending on like how sucked in I am. Yeah, but every other moment of my free time is spent on some like one of my hobbies, one yeah. of my many hobbies. So like I am literally never bored. <laughs> yeah, to the point where it's actually a problem. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm kind of the same way. I I think what's funny. I would say the only time at this point in my life that I'm bored is if I'm having like a little, like, I I don't deal with this even a fraction of what a lot of people do, but like if I'm going through like kind of, kind of like a, like I'm a little depressed at that time or whatever, Mm -hmm. where you kind of just lose interest in everything, you know? Yep. Um, other than that, yeah, like, I don't get bored. Yeah. I guess there's times where I'll get, like, not bored, but just, like, I just don't want to do anything and just, like, watch TV. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, once you reach a certain time in the day, it's like... You, just, you need energy to play video games. Oh, yeah. Like, that's an actual... So, and I struggle with that a lot where I'm like, like, all day, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home and play this game. And then 12 hours later... I'm yeah. sitting in front of my Xbox and my TV <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, I can't, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have it in me. Yeah. And so then I'll like maybe watch some videos on YouTube or something and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's literally how it goes for me. <laughs> Sometimes I'll even like boot up the game and I'll like have the controller in my hand. I will hand. do it too. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I don't feel like this. I'll I do turn the same off. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And then I don't have my status set to offline. So sometimes I'll boot it up and then someone will, I'll decide to turn it off and then someone will invite me to the party. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> just ignore it. Yeah. I get that way too. Yeah. Or like you start, like you open up the game and then you kind of have that thought of like, I just don't know about this. And you're like, you almost force yourself to try to play it. Yeah. And then you'll be like in the middle of the game and just like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> the power yeah. button. That happened to me on God of War. <laughs> I like started playing for like maybe five, 10 minutes. And I was like in the middle of like a pretty important part. And I was like, I just can't stay focused enough to like 
pay attention to this and I feel bad because it's a really good story. So I was just like, I'm turning it off. Yeah. It, it does take energy. Yeah. That's the good thing about like TV, I guess. It's fun and yeah, takes like it zero takes, energy. It, depending on Not what you're zero, watching. But, but yeah, like almost zero. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're in the middle of like a series of something, you kind of want to be like invested. But Yeah, which I usually can be decently invested. Yeah. Even if I'm just like laying there like vegging out, just not really doing anything. I can, I'll, I'm always watching something that I'm interested in. I'll rarely put on something and just have it play and just like not pay attention. But well, yeah. this has been a weird into our podcast, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Hopefully other people have too. Um, if you guys could subscribe, share around, um, if someone's interested in anything that we're talking about, be a friend, tell a friend. Yeah. Still pretty sure you stole that from something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.